welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. In today's podcast, we feature audio from Brothers of the Brush with Chris Kerfoot. In this episode, Chris chats with James Hansen from Luxus about bespoke joinery, spray finish with a dash of decorating, and some insights from different elements of the trades. This episode is sponsored by Wooster, Purdy, and Hyde. Welcome to this episode of the Brothers of the Brush podcast, a podcast by decorators for decorators with me, your host, Chris Kerfoot. Right. So this week we have James Hansen of Luxus. Is it Luxus Bespoke, if I get it right? It's Luxus on its own, but on Insta we're Luxus Bespoke Furniture. That's where I'm getting the bespoke from. Yeah. So we're really blurring lines with this one because you're a cabinet maker, but you also spray, but you also dip your toe in decorated. I do, mate. I do. Yeah, Yeah. a bit of everything. You know, master of all trades, jack and none. I, th- I thought I spent some money on kit, but being a cabinet maker, you'd spend even bloody more now, wouldn't you? No, I don't. It's sickening. <laughs> How <laughs> much you've had? It's a caddy, mate. You've been, it's like Mary Poppins. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> no, what a struggle. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, to be honest, mate, it's, it's one of them. I sort of, I only take what I need every day now, yeah. rather than having everything on the van that everyone can steal, because I've had my van done twice this year. Yeah. Um, I just take, you know, dedicate, right, this week I need just me decorating tools, you know, next week I need me joinery kit. Do you know what I mean? I need me chops yeah. or whatever else. Yeah. So, yeah. I, just, I, I tend to take mine. Anything I've done on-site comes home at end of the day that I don't need, get it off-site as soon as, come home, make a coffee, take everything off my van I don't need, and yeah. put everything on my van I do need, but I don't put my tools and sprayer on till for last thing in the morning. Yeah, yeah, good. That's a, that's the best way it be, really, mate. I mean, I've... God. It's cost me, yeah, like I said, two break-ins on the van, uh, three windows. Yeah. A new back door, a new alarm. Yeah, it's cost a bit this year, not going to yeah. lie. But, well, uh, even if they break in and don't get no, it's the damage, isn't it? It is, and it's, and it's the... Uh, it's that um, that feeling, yeah, of being violated. You know, yeah. someone's been in your property. And yeah, I got burgled. I know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I'd only been out half hour. <laughs> oh, you're joking? No, I've been out half hour. They come through bathroom window, which were fan light. Must have been a bloody six year old. <laughs> it must be what? Be about fifteen, probably about fifteen, eighteen years ago. And it went next morning. I went to put some fuel in and notice checkbook had gone. That's how long ago it was because oh, I was still on a checkbook. checkbook. And then notice, notice watch had gone and then 200 quid out at draw. But yeah. we in a month we moved 
I mean, I'll, I'll rent in and win a month we move because it just didn't feel right. No, no, it's no good when it's like that, is it, mate? Yeah, it's, you're constantly watching, thinking of people looking at me, thinking, ah, I've been in your house. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, start, you start accusing the neighbours then, don't you? Yeah, well, like, they must have been a six-year-old because it was a little fan light on a bathroom window. I've got a really good cat burglar. <laughs> yeah. So, who's in the Hanson household? So we've got me, uh, yeah. my partner, Rebecca, and my 16-month-old daughter, Renesme. Uh, what's that? Renesme? Renesme. Renesme. That's an odd one. It sounds like you couldn't decide on Rene or Esme. No, we stole off a film. Everyone will know Twilight Saga and it's off that. Yeah, stole it straight away. Never oh, heard no. it before. So if anyone needs a kid after this, yeah. that's anything to do with probably the brush, you're dead. I've never heard it before. <laughs> my, my 12-year-old daughter's just going to Twilight. Oh, that's yeah. it. That's you watching them. Uh, no, no, that's not telling her own room. That's oh, what telling nice. her the bedroom for. <laughs> I like that. Uh, no, I'm stuck on a... Minions and Despicable Me. Uh, we, we, we've, we've had that where uh, one's Friends and Twilight and Just Go With It, which isn't a bad film. Yeah. And other, yeah. other ones, Lego, Batman and Marvel. He's seven. Well, Marvel's um, not bad. Marvel's all right. Yeah, Marvel's all right. Watch it over you know. and over again. Yeah. Well, that's it. We signed him up for that Disney Plus in lockdown. Oh, that keeps him quiet, doesn't it? Yeah, it's been a godsend. Five, what, five quid a month? Yeah. Bloody brilliant. Worth it all, yeah, even animated stuff's all right, isn't it? Yeah, I don't mind on me because you know, anything she wants to watch, I'll watch it unless it's nine o'clock and I'm like, right, it's well past your bedtime and dad wants to put Game of Thrones on now. Or do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm normally animated on a Saturday tea when kids want moving out and I'm normally nodding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, put what you want on. I'm just resting my eyes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, dad's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how, how did you start in? these businesses because you're not so, just doing one are you no i'm not just doing one so it's uh so i started off uh i wanted to be a joiner um so i went into cabinet making did that for a few years then moved over to stairs windows and doors um now i've always worked in the bespoke side of things but i don't mean just throwing the name bespoke, bespoke on stuff i mean truly beautiful stunning out of this world houses always made the nice stuff. I don't know why, I just always fell into that sort of a job. And I left them jobs um, and went into shop fitting. And when I went shop fitting, you had to do all your own painting. So I was a bit like, I'm a joiner, not a painter. Next thing you know, you've got to do it. You know, paint your own window frames. You know, we redid a few HSBC banks, really big ones down London, and had to start learning how to use oil-based paints. And, you know, it was just big, big learning curve. You know, I mean, like I said, um, before I've, I've always learned the prep from being in a joinery company where the boss's idea ideal world was I was cheaper than a finisher to to prep everything, so everything had to be perfect. Or you know you got an hammer through it, you had, or you know something like that. You know you learned quick, yeah. you learned really quick. I suppose he was a big guy, and all you know you worked you you worked wrestling to the floor, uh, and and that and that era of you didn't speak back either to your yeah. boss. <laughs> Do you, do you find that because you've come from joining and you do decorating, do you have a bit more respect for decorators and what oh, you have I to do with the finishing trade? 
Honestly, when I see some of the joiners that are out there, I have a tremendous respect for decorators who can put that stuff right. Mate. Yeah. And they always got brought up with that cheeky terminology of the man in white puts it right and it's wrong. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's... That's it's, nice for you. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's wrong, mate. It is. Because like I said, I've been on the receiving end of it and I've had to put other joiners' stuff right. And then there's vice, vice versa. I've, I've done joiner working houses and the decorators ruined it. Yeah. You know, they've made a mess of it and you're like, that's just made my work look awful. So, that, to be honest, going from the shop fitting, I went through that. Then I went back to another firm um, over in Macclesfield that do really high-end stuff. We're talking like your 28 million plus houses and all the nice restaurants and things. And yeah. I built, well, I worked my way up there ladder and become foreman. Uh, so I was foreman at about the age of 25. So running jobs, managing people, and just so happens, I had a bit of a fallout with my boss's son. I had to leave, and I just sort of winged it and thought, you know what, I'm going to set up on my own. Sod it. I'd, I had my own clients. I'd done foreigners all my life, and I thought, sod it, why not? So I did that, set up on my own, uh, and then I was subbing all my spraying out. And it got to the point where, you know, don't get me wrong, the spraying company I was using were really good. They would just work very good with timing. You know, you'd drop a, a unit off, come back for it two weeks later, and they'd forgot about it. Yeah. And bigger job <laughs> so you're like, all right, so I've got to tell my customer now it's going to be another two weeks. This looks good. So after a time, I thought, you know what? The only way forward is learn it myself. So yeah. self-taught myself, you know. And, uh, God, after that, then it was sort of, oh, can you can you spray my kitchen while it's here? While you're doing all the other stuff or you know what, I'd really like them doors finished like my unit. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll fit all your doors and I'll take them back to the workshop and I'll paint them. And the next thing you know, it's, all oh, right, well, have you ever done decorating? I'm like, mm, yeah, I don't really like it, but, you know, I can do it. You know, I'd always decorated my own houses or, you know, my mum and dad's houses and stuff. And, yeah, it's sort of, the next thing you know, I was seeing some decorators charging a lot of money for not a very good finish. Yeah. And I was like, mm, right. Well, if I do the decorating, that means I can get a joinery package and a decorating package. You know, winner, winner. I mean, on a job a bit longer. They like me a lot more. When all the joinery work's done, they'll still have me back years and years later for decorating. So that's how it just fell into that, to be honest. And, yeah, never look back. It's, it's, it's something I've never come across before. Nearest I've come is, I'll be about, how old? I'll be about 11 years. It's how I'm working how old my daughter is from that, 11 years ago. I did a bespoke house, like some off Grand Designs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, somewhere, but I'd sign a NDA that I won't put them on social media. Uh, yeah, yeah. Family. And they had builders on there, and they were old school, where your breaks were proper strict, but they had the, the builder that was doing the bricking and summit plastering, then they had Rene, he was a plasterer, he was a machine. Yeah. When he was plastering, and he, even his silicon, it looked like a robot had done it, and then you had Chris, the joiner. But when... When they were plastering, Chris had labour for plasterer. Right. When they were doing joinery, Rennie had labour for Chris. Right. They were brilliant, and it made them appreciate each other's trade to leave it better for the next one. Yeah, yeah, cool. I remember doing this house. They used a lot of tulip wood on it because it's the first time I'd actually come across something like that. Oh, it's used massively in the joinery world, Chris. It's not yeah. free. It doesn't yeah. move as much. It's durable, it's cheap. It's, it's, it's weird stuff. It's like bloody balsa wood, but with a bit more weight in it. Yeah. And the, the ground, and if they could, any scrolls where they'd screw skirtings, they'd be plugged. Yeah, yeah. Sanded yeah. flat, and if they couldn't screw them, they'd two-pack it, and it'd be sanded before you got there and swept out. That nice. was a brilliant job, to be honest. All oh, done for you. Minimal filling. It was brilliant. 
They, they even used to miss coat for you. Well, it's like when, even if I'm not doing the decorating and I've done all, like, don't get me wrong, I don't do much, you know, final fix joinery anymore. But when I do, I always call up the skirting boards before I leave. Yeah. All my, all my nail holes are, screw, uh, are filled. Oh, you know I mean? One of my pets, I follow my brother-in-law. He, he does... Uh, it it does bespoke bedroom and kitchens, yeah, custom stuff, and they put skating boards on in room, and it was bare plaster, and it corked it bare wood to bare plaster. Ah, oh, I just said to you, I said, Rich, just leave it in future. Yeah, leave it. I'll oh, do what I do, mate, and you, you always have a you know quarter empty bit of emotion. Contract the walls before you yeah. even go around and do your skating board. Yeah, in in inch out bottom. Yeah, yeah. Don't then, it takes 10 minutes yeah and then do it because i just said look it ain't gonna stick you know but um so i know we we talked prior to this and you mentioned a couple of things what's been your worst point in business i'll be honest mate i had a had a company that i had to close down uh 12 months ago tried running before walked so got a load of working uh probably booked up about three months so i took a friend on Worst thing you can ever do is go into business with a friend. <laughs> um, and I, I, all I can say is he's not a bad person. He's a nice lad. Love just him to, to death. business partner. He's, he's just awful as a joiner, mate. They're not teaching him. He couldn't join his hands together if you give him glute, do it. <laughs> and just no diligence, no tidiness, no – didn't look after nothing. Um, and you know what? It got to the point where – you know, bad business sense of I felt responsible for him. Like I've, he was a child almost, like I had to keep him in a job. I, I know exactly where you're coming from because I had a mate like that and customer actually says to me, he's done a great job, Chris, as Bob. I always say Bob. Yeah. But ne- ne- next time, can we have you? Because he's done a great job, but he just hasn't got the finesse. No, they never have. And that's, do you know what, if I could say to anyone, you know, just pump the brakes a bit when you first start off, because I didn't, and I thought, I'm going to be big. I want to be big. I want to be this. I want to be that. And through my own, you know, greed and demand, too big, too quick. Far too, not even suppose, just, I want a businessman. I would join her. Join her. Didn't know nothing about the business world and, you know, it was a very, very steep learning curve. And, yeah, I failed. But I got back up, got back on the arse, 12 months deep. And, it's a, I'm a, you know, clients that I've had for four years, uh, they don't recognise me. They're like, you're just a totally different person. You're different businessmen, different persons, you know, work with. Your work's always been astonishing, but all the other areas were a bit grey. Yeah. But now, you know, everything's catching up to the work now. At least you can save. you tried, though. Oh, yeah, always. Never tried before, is it, sir? Yeah, yeah, true, true. And don't get me wrong, it's, but now, you know, it's it's a tough world. Yeah. It is, and people don't realise how hard it can be. Does it, put, does it put you off growing now? Do you know what? It doesn't put me off growing, Chris, but until, I, until I'm a completely functioning business that is profitable all year round, can't grow. Until until everything's in order completely, and I mean OCD down to the bare bones of, you know, sometimes we all forget to text the customer back or email one back. Yeah. Until you're at the point where you email everyone or messaging everyone back within an hour or two, 
quotes are done on time. You know, even I, to this day, still run over on the odd job. Instead of putting an extra day on a job, like I should do, because there's always something crops up. I, I put a day between them in diary. See, that's what I need to do. Yeah, but, and then then if I'm done early, I'll ring them up so I can, you know, if I know I'm going to get done, I can ring them up so I can bring you forward and drop it home because I think you're getting something. Yeah. Or if not, it's you fit that feature all in or you have an impromptu yeah. day off and that missus is happy. Yeah, of course. Mate. I mean, I'm, I'm far from that, mate. I'm still six days a week. Yeah. Sometimes there's the odd daft shift in the workshop. But that, to be fair, is just... Things are overrun. Things overrun, but it's sort of what do you do? Do you let it drag into the next day when you can just stay for another four hours? Do you know what I mean? Stay for another four hours. It's one night. Do you know what I mean? It's, I'm not. I'm not down like case break. Do you know what I mean? And sleeping in the <laughs> workshop yet? Uh, I'm not at that point yet. You know. I'm, you know. I won't mind being. You know. You go well, that busy. Wow. Good. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, you can always run yourself into the ground. Yeah, you can always burn out. Yes, and it doesn't take long. Easy. Yeah, don't take long. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you've ever done shop fitting. Yeah. God, I used to do forty-hour shifts without sleeping. See, round here, it's uh, round our way. Loads of industry. We're all uh, port cabins. All the all oh, the right. Premier, Waco, Foreman's, port cabin, the self. Yeah, yeah. GD. And many a time, I've done work for many a time. You could get seventy hours a week in, easy. Right. You know, I mean, yeah, the money was good, but it's it's all or nothing with them. Oh yeah, yeah. You either you can't, you yeah. can never turn that overtime down, or you don't get it again. Yeah, well that's it. And it's, I mean, to to be honest, it it paid a lot of money towards my mortgage, my legal fees, and that when I bought this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I won't get back into it now. I just don't yeah. want to do it. I'll be honest, mate. I I, I did. Um, I got asked by a friend to go and do a weekend in Selfridges in the traffic centre. Just um, you know, putting some new walls up, helping out with the shop fitting. I did two 12-hour night shifts, dead. Yeah. I, would, I thought I'd bounce it on my weekend that I were having off and I were, I were absolutely bollocks for a week. Yeah. One, it, one of my friends used to do B&Qs, shop fitting. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. All, all the display panels a lot. Yeah. You know, and I just think, Ugh. stories they tell, I just think, no, I couldn't do it. No, it's, I mean, the probably the worst one I've done since then, mate, was a few years ago, uh, there's a restaurant in Leeds called Iberica, and they got the order in. So it was a month-long job, and they got approved the order two weeks before opening. And we had to fully fit out between three of us, only three of us, a full restaurant in joinery work. Like the lads in the workshop were making it faster than we could fit it, and it was just getting brought up every day, mountains of it. Yeah. Uh, no word of lie, mate. I think for two weeks straight, I probably had three hours sleep a day. Yeah, yeah. And it kills you, mate. It does. I don't care what anyone says. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm getting a bit older now. I'm 30 next year and God I feel oh, on, 30. Know, but yeah, it's not it's not on it's not a young 30, Chris. It's not a young <laughs> Well, I've I've just been sp- speaking to Andy that used to work for me today. He's, he's I rung him because he's got cellulitis in his knee. Right. Uh, and it's he's swollen like a balloon, but he's in at work. He's he's sort of uh workbench bound but he, he sprays doors in a factory on for, they do a lot for port cabin school and that yeah, yeah. they are inundated with work they can't keep up with the amount of doors they need to throw out every week so they do fire doors right they just come in spray them fire door well that fire door sets doors and casings in and out in and out and he says they're struggling to keep up because there's that much demand you know where, where they're going i don't know i know at one point through lockdown they'll go into these nightingale hospitals 
Well, there's um, apparently, I've heard on the grapevine, a friend of mine who still does shop fitting, he's been fitting for a firm or from Scotland who are doing all these modular buildings now. So do you well, know how you just get all the... That's that's what all the work is near us, modular port cabins, it's all yeah. modular stuff. So it's apparently all schools, instead of extending in the right way, they're now all having modular buildings because it's cheaper. I, I tell you what, you can't tell. Last one I did was Lincoln and it was uh, Hospital Ward. Me, right. and Andy went, me and Andy went and did it for this company he works for because uh, company owner, I do his private work. And oh, right, yeah, yeah. And Andy went and uh, went to work for him, twelve per hour with doors, and they offered him a job, and it's like regular pay, go for it, you know. Yeah. You know, we didn't call out about it. I says, look, if you want paying every, be right with owner. I'll not say his name, but be right with owner. Be right with you. Just gone midnight on a Thursday night. His money's in bank every I week. Can can you? It's, I mean, yeah, it's not as much as self-employed, but you can make plans because you know what you're getting every week on a Friday morning first thing. Yeah. That's the thing in it, Chris. That everyone we- forgets about. We used to do these modular and they'd throw them up and then they'd put brick slips up outside and you couldn't even tell. And right. that's, that's what it is when I say Porter Cabin GE, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The, the bays, we know them as a bay. That yeah, is, yeah. Traditionally, it was one of them Porter Cabins on four legs. Yeah, yeah. But now now, they're, now yeah. they've gone up in world, haven't they? Yeah, you can't even tell. Once they're up, you can't, and it's a hell of a lot cheaper. Tesco Express, a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. Companies. You know, they just throw them up. A lot of these bloody big next, it's just a glorified modular building. Hospital ward, glorified modular building. The, I know Andy was doing some for Elliot's before he took this job, and they was doing the housing, four units together, making them into houses, and they did exhibitions in, I think there were six companies doing Manchester. Andy was at. Right. And they, they had them in town centre a couple of years ago where six companies did the blocks, I think government gave contracts out to two or three of them or something like that. They were sort of bidding for contract, but showing them what they could do. Oh, right. They're making like affordable housing out of it now as well. Nice. So it's, uh, yeah, it's all, it's all modular. Yeah, it's, uh, there's a big market in it, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's cheaper, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, they say it's cheaper, but the, the lads that I know are doing it, they're on some money then. How it can be cheaper is beyond me. Yeah. You know, some of them I know are pulling 300 a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's about right. About right. Friend. That, that friend of mine that we're doing being queued, that's what he's doing now. Right. He's, he's based down in Northampton. Right. He's, he's doing them down there. And he just travels to go to Wales, wherever, go and install them, put them all together, join them all up, off you go and back out onto another one. So it's, it, it is all or nothing. You're either seven days a week, 12 hours a day. Yeah. Or you sat at home for three weeks waiting for the next one. Yeah. It, it's just up and down. I just think, nah. I like, I like having control of my own stuff, me now. Yeah. So, on opposite end of your worst bit, what's been your best bit, your highest point? Do you know what? My highest point, Chris, is before I worked for myself. Yeah. And so just some of the homes I've had the pleasure to work in, you know, like you say, signing all these non-disclosure agreements and all that, and just some of the clients, just unreal. Just the houses, just to see that side of the world and know you're good enough to work in that area. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Know, knowing you're that good. Yeah. You know, you, you know, you must be good. You're here. You're working in it. You know, you're doing these jobs. And it's just very, it's nice. It's yeah. nice to know. Especially when you like someone like us and, you know, the other guys who, who've been on Brothers of the Brush and who've listened to it that strive to be the best. And, you know, you don't want to be the average trader. 
know what I mean? You want to do the best. You want to work on the best. And that's that's probably the highest point, mate. You know, some of them, God, you're talking uh, a standard-sized bedrooms got a carpet in it worth 50 grand. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. You're not even allowed to touch that's it. That's nice to do. You walk, yeah, you're walking around in your, your socks with some overshoes on your socks. You know, it's... It's mental, yeah. It's mental. Would Would you say you've made it? I know it's a relative yeah. question. No, not yet. Yeah. Nowhere near, mate. Yeah. Nowhere near have I made it. It's uh. Do you, you'll always be chasing it. Never make it. Yeah, I'm a perfectionist, mate. So do, do we ever make it? You earn ten grand it? You want twenty, and then when you get twenty, you want thirty. Yeah. Do you know what? I'll be honest, mate. It's not always been about the money for me. Yeah, I yeah. just like to not worry about bills. Not worry about stuff that you want and maybe just be able to drop work for a week when you know whenever you actually want it do you know what actually i'm going to put that job back a week and i'm going to have a week off yeah. do you know what I mean? and it's that to me is probably worth more than the actual you know cash in your hand or you know money in yeah. the bank for me it'd be mortgage free that's it simple mortgage free i'd be happy but i'm, I'm just not that i'm unhappy but if i'm no. mortgage free i'd think i've made it yeah no, don't get me wrong, I'm not unhappy. I'm an happy guy, I've got a nice, healthy family and we do okay. But, you know, there's a lot more, you know, I've got a lot of targets to it in life, yeah. Yeah, bucket list. Oh, it's a big bucket list, yeah, man. massive bucket list. Now, not so much travelling, I've done me bit of, bits of travelling and whatnot over the years, but it's... Uh, I've, I've done travelling, That that's why I settled down late with kids. You know, I haven't travelled where I've gone off throughout world travelling. I've, I've done holidays, various holidays, stuff like that. I've enjoyed my life, and then I settled down, had kids late on. But I've got to a point now where I want to go travelling again. Not to go, again, not to go off travelling, travelling. I just want to go on more holidays. Yeah. You know, yeah, but, I know what you mean. Like you said, just take a week off. Say, right, let's get somewhere, but let's go. You know, just go and just go and chill out somewhere for a week. Go and see something different, different bit of culture. I hate holidays, and <laughs> there's a town next to me. and We call it that mentality where they go. They've got Union Jack. I'd probably offend some people now. Union Jack shorts on. Fight, 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 Robin, <laughs> Hood pub. fight, Robin Hood pub because it sells John Smith and does English sausages. Yep, I'm with you. It's got the it's got the football on while they're away. Yeah, I think. What's the point? What were the point? Yeah. All, I mean, all, all they're wanting is skeggy and sun. Yeah. 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 And I think, uh, <laughs> no, I I, I, culture. I, yeah, culture, mate. Big on culture. I mean, I've I've been to you know various parts of Egypt and seen all the historic parts of it. You know, Greece. Been around Athens and all the ruins and stuff. And then I've been on the other side. You know, I've seen a few few of the nice nicer things that like I've been to Canada. Been yeah. to uh, Niagara Falls and all that, and then I've been to Australia, done the Great Ocean Road, and been to Sydney, Sydney Harbour, and you know I've, I've seen some really nice stuff in my life. I've got to say I have. Man, man's lower down. I mean, we we do Turkey. Yeah, I remember would have just come back this time last year. I can remember being laid outside at pool, and some fucking numpty outside of it. Every time mosque went off, they complained. Oh, I thought. That's like coming to the coast where I live and moaning about shy talks, which are seagulls. Yeah. You know, moaning about no seagulls, mate. You've moved to the coast. What do you expect? Yeah. You know, you're in a country. You're going to someone else's country. Get over it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's part and parcel of it. Enjoy so, it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? You know, I've always wanted to go to Marrakesh and places like that. And 
Yeah. Uh, you know, go and see their, their way of religion and just have a look into the, you know, uh, my granddad, he lived and died in Thailand and got buried by the monks in the monastery. And, you know, things like that interest me. Love it. I can't my, remember uh, sitting by a med all day in the sun. My, we were on holiday with in-laws all year and they went round and had a look around Moscow back at a hotel. Oh, when they're just like, take your shoes off, come in, have a look around. They loved it, they, you know, because people were paying a bit of interest. Yeah. So, so where, where do you see yourself in five to ten years? Five to ten years, Chris. Oh, finally owning my own house. Finally, maybe. You know, like I said, we're, we're losing the business. And I, I truly lost everything last year. And um, yeah. it's been a, been a tough 12 months bouncing back. But we'll bounce back, you know, when, um, you know, maybe five years we'll have our own house and, yeah, you know, towards making it a bit more in life. Not to make it worse for you, but it's going to take some hard work to get you more. Oh, it, I mean, it's hard work now, mate. And I, I nearly bought a house a few years ago, and that were hard work. So yeah, yeah. Got, get a ladder, but, yeah. I do feel for anybody that wants to go on the housing market now because there's so many bloody oops to jump through. Yeah, you know, they yeah. don't make it easy, do they? No, do they? It's it's a it's a running nightmare at the minute. Running nightmare to get a house, but you know, thus is life. Yeah, get over it. Climb, climb that obstacle that it's put in front of you. Yeah. So if if you were going back, Ebenezer Hansen style. Yep. <laughs> Christmas Carol style to yourself or the the young, you know, the the young James and give yourself some advice, what would it be? Pump the brakes. Yeah. Pump the brakes. Slow down. Yeah. Slow down a bit and just just learn the business side. I'd have, I'd have probably truly done a lot of research into the business side for a good year or so before I went on my own. Yeah. Going back. But yeah. if I did that, I wouldn't be where I was today. I, th- I think for me, it's uh, <laughs> the quote was wrong. It's a long way to the top if you're on a rock and roll. Um, <laughs> no, it's, uh, I think it's a case of knowing your figures, knowing your worth, yeah, and, and knowing where you are in the market. Do you know what? what? Charging for the work you turn out. Perfect, that. And you know what? My, my problem was at the beginning is trying to strive for the higher-end market with no name. Yeah. You get nowhere with no name. No matter how presentable you are, um, if they don't know you or know of you, they're not going to use you. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, just pump the brakes. And I'd have done a lot smaller jobs and a lot more jobs, if you know what I mean. And I'd done it all on my own at first. Build up to it. Yeah, build up to it. And like I say, as soon as I started, I, w- I was only up and running a month and I took, took my mate on. You know, who was that? I look back now and I thought, I'll just fod slap myself or something. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, the, um, I mean, my mind's gone now. <laughs> it's an age thing. So, long moment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, well, welcome to all days. This is what you get like. I'm already like that, so I'm just when, 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 when you look at Instagram, is it is it just me or do you, do you see? I mean, it's not just Instagram, but that's where you see most of it, where people are, are wanting a. It's like snakes and ladders. They're, they're wanting the ladder to top, and they're not. It's it's too it's too quick. They're trying to get to top too quick. It's a race to top. Do you know what? Do you know who hit the nail on the head for me? Um, a previous podcast. Uh, Tommy at Devlin Decor. These people who are a single man band like myself who say we. Stop trying to prove that you're just be yourself and work towards being a we. 
yeah. you know, don't get me wrong, we can always, you know, we, we've all blanked the job. Do you know what I mean? We've all we've all stepped into a job and gone, wow, you know, yeah, this is yeah. a big one. And, you know, you've just put your big boy pants on and gone, yeah, I can do this. Yeah, of course I can. Biting off more than you can chew. We've all done it. And, you know, that's, I think it separates us. That's why you're a business owner. Yeah. If, if you weren't willing to take risks and you wasn't, you didn't have that, you know, bit of a, yeah, yeah, we've done that before. Of course we have. But, you know, and then you research it that next night, yeah, yeah. thinking, Jesus, I've, you know, I've jumped in deep end here, but, you know, but that's I'm, what. On the other hand, you can't can't let your potential customers see you like a rabbit in headlights. No, you can't. No, no, you can't let them see you squirt. Yeah, you've got to be bloody yeah. good. Some of them can pick up on it. Yeah, a lot, especially with, like you say, when you start climbing a ladder and you're getting sent with nice houses because, you know, a lot, you know, one a lot of people's biggest mistake is thinking that rich people are stupid. Yeah. You know, there's a reason they've got a four million pound house. They're not yeah. thick. Yeah. <laughs> and when I always get that, oh, how much have you charged for that job? Just a standard going rate for what I charge a job for, mate. You know what I mean? I've not slapped them because they're, they're rich. Same how they're rich, which are poor. Yeah. So you know what I mean? It's, they don't get any, they get the same. The only thing that ever goes up in my eyes, Chris, is if they were perfect, it takes longer. Yeah. Don't mean it costs, it costs more in time. So it's still 50 quid an hour, but it might take you 20 hours yeah, rather than exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at. And yeah. the materials might be better. You know, whereas your average Joe, Joe Boggs house can probably just have MDF skirting boards and actuaries, yet, you know, you have people who want staying stain, stain black oak. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the two worlds apart. But if they're willing to pay for it, they get a nicer job in that respect. But... Just because you put an MDF architecture and skirting boards on, don't mean that the mitres aren't perfect. Doesn't mean the stripes aren't perfect. Don't mean you don't, you know, cork up afterwards and you don't fill your nail holes. It's all done with the same correct passion yeah. and finish. Always. Always give hundred percent. Always hundred and ten, Chris. Hundred and ten percent. That's what sets us apart, mate. That so, sets us apart from your average, you know, wobbly bob. Wobbly Bob. Wobbly Bob. <laughs> Hi, mate. Wobbly Bob. So, I know we talked about this prior to recording that you said uh, you, you love tech, but don't love you. Yeah. Is, yeah. is there any technology that you're massive on that you do love? Apple, mate. Apple. Yeah. It, that, that, that fact of, you know, taking Apple. a picture on my phone yeah. and it's on everything. Yeah. You know, writing a note in my phone, dead quick at job, you know, all right, right, I need an extra this, an extra that for such a body down the road. It's on me note, it's on my phone. Yeah. My phone's downstairs and I'm on the laptop or the iPad. Oh, yeah, go on my notes. Yeah, it's up there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do you know, what my, biggest, you know what my biggest fear is now? What? Losing it this, this is why they're doing it. Yeah. Leaving the Apple circle. <laughs> you can't leave it there. Once you're in, you're in. The sinking circle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The sink. Do you know what? Do you know what the other thing is, Chris? And you know, some people might think people like me are daft, but that that thing where no matter where you shop. So for me and you will be, you know, and the brothers of the brush. A lot of us probably, you know, use screw fix and stuff for the odd thing. Your card is stored on the screw fix website, and it's all stored in your phone. Yeah, Face yeah. recognition, boom, it's paid for. Done. Yeah. Sorry, but. You know, I'm lazy. I'm lazy. We, 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 we was away the other week, and we, we don't get it here because it's not big enough. 
Uber Eats. Jesus. First time I've ever used it. Awesome. <laughs> ordered something from KFC. Yeah. It, it were about two ninety five delivered, but you could track them. It's yeah. bloody brilliant. Just and, and just pay online, double click, Apple Pay, boom, boom, done. And it, it was like I was listening to a podcast. It was uh, Wayne Betty's off off the tools plumber, and he he was saying it was one of his friends. He says it's that generation where they don't like talking to people on phone. And he worked out this plumber had worked out his missus had rather spend three or four quid more. And order it via an app like Uber, yeah. Just the and not uh, pay to someone. Yeah, there's there's other apps out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> uh, we're, not, we're not selling from Chris. Remember that we're not. Yeah, yeah no. we're not sponsored. Uh, and it worked. It worked out. She'd rather pay more. So what he did, he set up a boiler servicing company that just did it through an app, and he was charging more money for it. And people were using it because they don't want to pick the phone up and bloody speak to you. Oh, I love it. Because yeah. do you know what there is. I mean, don't get me wrong, I've always, I've always had some sort of rolling customer service where I've had to answer the phone, so you just get used to it. But like my partner, Rebecca, she can't stand ringing people, she doesn't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, the car's ready at the garage, Chris. Can you ring you, up? You, Rebecca, you, ready we ring up about my car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's something wrong. Can, can you ring them? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. It, it, even as much as takeaway, ring up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, anything, mate. Anything. I don't like ringing. I don't like ringing up. Well, next ne- next one I'll change a bit because I know you you're a fan of other stuff. It's yeah. not any book recommendations, but I know you're more podcast, are you? I can't read, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are from Manchester, are you? I know you mentioned it earlier. You're from Macclesfield or Manchester? Manchester, Manchester. Got it. I was in Macclesfield. I have six fingers and six toes and that. I've I've, uh, I've messed around that area before. New Mills. Oh, yeah, 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 New Mills. Yeah, I've yeah, been around New Mills a time or two. <laughs> well, I think New Mills is it's only literally stone throw from workshopping on for. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like the summer wine country, isn't it? It is, mate, it is. They love it around yeah. there. Now they have got six fingers and six toes. Well, <laughs> the Onferfians, I call them. <laughs> <laughs> so back, back to recommendations rather than book, podcasts, because I know you're a podcast man, aren't you, like me? Massive for. Uh, ZK Live, love that at the minute. They're a bit long, don't go around, but you know, they're a good listen, especially like you say, when us lads that work on our own and it just helps burn two hours of the day. Um, big one, big fan of Brothers of the Brush, you know, <laughs> that's me number one every other Wednesday. Flags up, oh, what a morning, get it on. Um, and the, 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 in all honesty, joking apart, do people really think that? Because you know I've, 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 I've said a time or two, when I'm sat here talking to you, it's just me and you chatting shit. And then when I'm editing it, I get sick of hearing my own voice. I just think, well, that's this week's done. You know, I've done it. I mean, I don't do it half-heartedly. I do put, you know, I do have a lot of passion for it. But I just think, I think it's imposter syndrome. Is it any good? No, do you know really... what? Honestly, mate, from, I think I started watching it just before lockdown. Yeah. And I burnt through every single one you had available in the in my first day. I didn't yeah. put it down there. I don't ask questions like that for compliments because I ain't great at taking compliments. I just think no, I don't think any of us are, mate. Is it really any good? Do people really me, make it? You know what I mean, do, I do they really wait for it? Went, like I wait for some podcasts, uh, and I think do they really wait for it like I do? What ones I, I do, wait? Mate. When you put it on on a Sunday night, new episode dropping Wednesday night. 
Get it. <laughs> let's see who we've got on this week let's have another character because some of them are just brilliant stories now I love hearing people's stories and yeah. you know like uh, I messaged Casebury after I heard his and wow you know the boom and bust and you know Chris, Chris is fantastic I've got a lot what, of what a guy yeah. what a he, guy he, he, without the work he's just so genuine he, 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 honestly, mate, he's so relatable. There's story. no bullshit. We're there. We, we were doing video call for about four hours. <laughs> no bullshit. Oh, he was pissed. You know, yeah. bit, <laughs> no bullshit with him. It just is what it is. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying it's hard, but it's just, you know, there's no pretenses. You know, it's, no, you know, no, no. It, 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 tell, it tell you everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's one of them that couldn't lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to save his life. Yeah. But, so go on then. Once you've got past Brother Brush. Um, modern craftsman love yeah. it mate every Monday that is my Monday look forward to podcast in the morning that gets me pumped for a Monday yeah. um, there's some brilliant stories on there you know and just amazing honestly yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll just say now if nobody's listened to modern craftsman episode 125 Mike Polish Mike pass me on to it they nail it just if yeah. nobody's and if you listen to just one podcast, if it's not even this one or Bros at Brush, one twenty-five. Yeah. I know Mike's listened to it three or four times. I've listened to it twice in a week since he told me about it. So which, which what's the um heading of that? Contractor fight. Oh, I love it. Brilliant yeah. on that, yeah. Yeah, he nails it. He's, he's, he's a painter or house painter, whatever they call him in America. Nailed yeah. it on that. Uh, that were a cracky one. So many golden bits in that. Honestly, honestly, I've got to hand it to him, mate. Some of the Americans are like Shoreline. Wow. Do you follow yeah. Shoreline painting? Uh, not off the top of my head, no. I'm making up. Oh, my. Chris, you're missing out, mate. Yeah. Oh, some of the gloss ceilings they do and gloss walls, mate. Oh, out of this world, man. In, in houses, though, not workshop bound. Yeah, I follow yeah. ZK and his, his doors. <laughs> yeah, there is doors on a wall. I think I reposted one on a Sunday like the other week of a ceiling that they did, and it looks like a swimming pool on the roof. Yeah, yeah. it's unreal, mate. It really is that they are just on another level. Yeah, yeah. they really are, and and the scale he's got a company to. Wow, yeah. you know, you you've probably heard it on the ZK thing. He's got a dedicated bloke who checks in and out materials and sundries and ladders and stuff at their warehouse. They've got their own paint warehouse. I actually worked for a company and all about how old's my lad now? I work everything on my kids' age. Be about seven years ago. Yeah. And I lasted six weeks. I couldn't do it with mentality. I'll not set name at company. They're not bad, but it's just one of them where some blokes don't give a shit. Oh, you know, yeah. We don't know that. And they had a dedicated, it was like going back to serve my apprenticeship at council. They had a <laughs> dedicated stores person just for yeah. the, in the paint thing. Yeah. You know, just you went in in the morning. What job are you doing? You took all the paint, they, they made a note of everything. I thought, I've not seen that since I served my bloody apprenticeship. <laughs> when you your apprenticeship, when you weren't trusted or anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, when you, when you used to go in bloody paint store and you had to clean every fucker's brush out for them. <laughs> <laughs> out of stinky water when you used to keep your brush, brushes in a bloody water pot. <laughs> oh, Chris, I'll beat that, mate. Being a joiner apprentice and having... 18 um, sawdust bags to change three times a week because it was that busy. You know, at your initiation, you got locked in the cupboard and the bags got turned on when all the bags were off and you'd come out looking like... Well, any old decorators that are listening to this, 
they'll remember this. You used, used to have your bloody brushes in a pot of water, yeah. and it gets stagnant. If they fell over, it's oh. stuck. <laughs> oh. if, if you're really posh and clever, you used to get drain pipe and cut it up, and it'd separate your brushes in pot in like a 10-litre bucket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep your brushes apart for all the different colours. That that oh. were, that were pre-brush, mate. Yeah, <laughs> pre-brush, I like that. Like Prehistoric brush, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so so you, you've probably touched on this already. What's best advice for selling yourself that sets you apart? Right. So I wrote this down just so I didn't forget it. So I think you've got to become personable. So no matter what client it is, whether it's your next-door neighbour, a friend of the family, or your ideal client that you've wanted for your entire life. Yeah, your premier You've got to get on their level. You know, you can't go into a £4 million house going, hey, pal, you okay? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Don't work like that. You know, you've got, to, you've got to adapt to the situation. I know it sounds easy. It sounds, yeah. to most people, like myself, it's a natural thing, but a lot of people it isn't a natural thing. You know, I know a lot of people, like my youngest brother, he can't turn his mouth off at all. There's yeah. no turning it off. And, you know, is that what advanced watching your P's and Q's? Yes, very advanced. Like, you know, crossing the T's, dotting the I's and all that. Um, and another thing, just just listen to them. Yeah. Don't, don't think about what you want to do in their house. You think about what they want first. Yeah. When you find out what they want, then you can sell them on the dream. Do you know what I mean? And then always throw in like your creative flair. Like I've got a I'm massive into interior design and you know colour schemes and things like that. And, you know I love going. Oh, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? You know if they're a cook because you can gauge a customer. We all know that if they're yeah, playing we it safe. We, we, we all interview, interview them and see if they throw red flags up. Yeah, and, and that that you know if you if they're a safe customer, like they've seen the best mate's living room, they want it the same colour because they've seen theirs. Or if they're one of these that, you know, you can throw the foul and ball, you know, shade chart out and go, what about one of You know, about that uh, that yellow there. Do you know what I mean? Or, you know, a mustard colour or just throw it in there. And then just, you know, I'm a perfectionist and there's no one cleaner than me either. No one. Don't care who you are. You're not as clean as me. You do not leave that site as clean as I leave it. I overprotect everything. And I overmask everything, and I just, just everything's perfect. There's no spot of dust anywhere, and yeah, everywhere gets over that I've walked through. Even if I've gone through the kitchen once in the entire job, I'll still clean the kitchen floor. Yeah. You know, I, just, I, I, I get them when you're over, and they say, "I'll do that." It's, I, no, I say, no. I'll do it. No, it's, it's just happening <laughs> when I serve my time. We have to do it. Yeah. You know? Well, I always got taught by a very good friend of mine, who's a very successful businessman, and he told me. Always clean up at the end of the day, no matter what, even if they sell, they do it, because then that's one thing they can never say is, he left it a mess. Yeah, never left it messy. Because even if he said they said they'll do it, they'll say, oh, he left it a mess and let me clean it up. Yeah. It might not even look like that type of client, but you never know. I think our firm offer out of politeness. Yeah, they do. They just feel a bit awkward that you're cleaning their house from, but... Yeah. I've I've left some houses cleaner than when I turned up. <laughs> oh, every house like that, Chris. Jesus. We had an insurance job, and you're like, oh, have you? We had, we had an insurance job after Christmas, and oh, right. uh, it was like some off one of them um, hoardings things. Oh, so right. nice yeah. yeah, yeah. You had to clear the room before you could even start. I won't. I won't even use the toilet there. Oh wow! Wipe your feet on the way out. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> 
So th- this will be an interesting one. Where do you see the trade heading? Because obviously you, know you, you, you cross borders with yours, don't you, sir? Yeah, and but do you know what, mate? I only see good things. Only see good things. And I, and I think it's going to become more specialist. Yeah. I mean, it's even coming becoming a lot more specialist now. Like you always have the the finishers and the decorators. Do you know what I mean? But I think you know you're then gonna get you know I know you get all these people who just spray kitchens and just spray UV PVC and things like that. But I think the further on we go, the more special it's gonna get, and the more divisions we're gonna have. Yeah. So you know you're gonna have these people who just come in and just do a wall up of an house. But then you are going to get the people like us that take you know a bit of pride. But then you're going to get the people who go, oh, do you know what? You know, one day I reckon you might only have someone who'll come in and spray for you, and then someone else will roll and cut the walls. Yeah, I know it sounds mad, but I think that's the way it's going. It's just going so specialist, and everyone is a specialist these days, aren't they? Yeah. Well, all, all I want to do is is just see the see the trade raised. No yeah. disrespect to the joiner part of you. We split personality joiner. Oh yeah, <laughs> but but decorators. Well, even when I did my apprenticeship, the plumber and the electrician apprentices, yeah, were fifty p an hour more than me. We're oh, both well, well, for some well, stupid reason. We've always been bottom up pile, and with the finishing trade, we should be up there, and we're, we're catching up with the tools, or we've caught up. Oh, you're well caught up. And I just I mean, want more, I just want more respect for the decorators. Uh, do, do you know what it is? Ele- Elevator. It's um, you'll learn it on. ZK painting, it's the barrier to entry of being a painter is too low. Yeah. You know, yeah. anyone can go and buy a dust sheet and a set of brushes in a roller and say they're a decorator. I'll tell you what, it'll be coming again with these redundancies. You've done our Val's front room, he didn't do a bad job. Why don't you set up as a decorator? Yeah. And it'll be Wicks paint, boot at car. Well, it's like, it's for instance, um, like winning with makeup. Yeah. Everyone overnight in the last two years has become a makeup artist because they like doing their own makeup. Yeah. Don't mean you're any good at it. Yeah. And it don't mean you're qualified because you go on a one day course. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 all these things. Like no offense to, we'll not mention any names. No offense, but all these spraying courses that you go and do for a day. Yeah. It's it's, it's an, an entry. It's an entry to the to spraying. Yeah. But you can't. You, you're not qualified as a sprayer. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it took me years and hours and I hours. Suppose, I suppose you could look at it a bit like driving. You've learned to drive. Now go off and get some experience because it's there. Yeah, and I see you're that. Not driver, yeah. You're not a driver until you've had a crash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. That is true. Yeah. Uh, it really is. And it's 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 just the whole, you've done a day spray. Oh, I'm a sprayer. No, no, you can spray. It doesn't mean you're good at it. You know what I mean? And you don't know what you're going to crop up against. And like we said earlier, if you can't prep, yeah. you can't do anything, can you? You can be a best sprayer, but if you prep on, on point... Yeah, well, we all know your prep makes the spraying look good. Yeah. You know, I, I've seen, you know, some joinery companies send some awful stuff to the spray shop, mate, and it comes back looking like, I don't know what, and you're like, well, how has he done that? That was a dog's dinner when it left, and now it's a new go boss suit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's it's it is that bad. It really is sometimes, and you know, it, people like we said before, not running before you can walk. Get your kit, get your kit, whatever it is, and just practice, practice, practice. That's all it is, and be willing to spend a lot of money practicing. Yeah, 
What, ah, yeah. what, what, what was one podcast I listened to? It's um, it, it's it's your diploma. Your, your errors are it's looking at a diploma. It's a course. It's, yeah. it's it's an expensive lesson sometimes. Oh, it is, mate. It's like I said, I've spent thousands on spraying, thousands on, on pain, time, effort, jobs, and you know it is a steep learning curve for it's anyone. A, it's a bottomless, bottomless pit as well. It is, mate. It is, especially. I've lost track of the amount of different spray brands of sprayer I've had, and just upped it to the next one, upped it to the next one. Yeah. Just go well, out like and get the best one you can afford. Get the best one you can afford, but not just that. You know, it's like anything in it, mate. Press tool, you know yourself. You've got the bug, haven't you? Yeah. You know, yeah. What I mean, I've had, <clears throat> where I trained to do staircase windows and doors, that was twelve years ago, and he had everything. And I mean, you know, a wall of it, wall of it, man. Yeah. So I got spoiled from day one. So that's all I ever wanted. Yeah. So you know, um, my 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 pit don't stop at sanders and extractors, man. You know, my planers, routers. Yeah, that's what I mean. You're not just decorating tools, you're joinery tools, so it'd be bloody double the cost. Oh, God. A domino for a £1,000 just to join your wood together. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. You know, to make so, it all go stronger. And... While, while we're talking paraphernalia, what's your favourite product at the moment? Favourite product? Mm, that is a good one, that, mate. I've got to say... Um, do you know what? I'm going to throw my Kremlin there. Got yeah. them around me now. Yeah. That, you know, since I've had, I've had it two years now, and it's the second I'm on, like we discussed earlier. But wow, what a bit of kit! Yeah. What a bit of kit! You know, spoiled from from that day on. You know, it's nothing. I, I've tried another a couple of other sprayers, and nothing comes close to it. So in my eyes, you know, I'm pretty biased on that from. Yeah. You know, I, I do want a new one. You know, I do want a, the bigger one. You know, but two pounds a steep price right now, especially what, since. What, you know. What, would would you say that's been your best investment as well? Do you know what my best investment is, Chris? Is time. Yeah. That's a good one, yeah. Everybody's normally dust-free sanders. Time's a good one, yeah. Time. Like I say, we've been a joiner, mate. Dust-free sanding. I've been on that since I was an apprentice. Um, and, it's you know, dust-free sanding to me, it's always been dust-free, oovers, you know, just keep everywhere clean, dust-free. There's nothing worse. Than, like I say, I've always cleaned up. And there's nothing worse than not having an extractor on a joinery tool and then have it clean up after. Yeah. But you still you know, have to clean up, but it's just bloody 100 times worse. No, you know, I mean, I'm a bit OCD, me, Chris. I've got the chop saw out. I'll have, one, I'll have an Uber on the chop saw, like a Titan back. Yeah. And then I've got my Festool on me, you know, my router or my planer or my sander. And then I have another Uber. Oh, just between me and you, for the Mrs. Can't hear it. I've just ordered a new Festool extractor this morning. For hoovering up, <laughs> <laughs> I got that. Uh, you know the uh, the cheap CT extractor. Oh, is it the one that you can't stack boxes on? Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. that's I, I had that for a young lad last year. I sold it about ooh, three months ago. It's about two hundred and twenty quid. It's not a bad little thing. It's yeah, just, no, it's not. Mate. It's, it's uh, there's, there's no oh, way. Sorry, not that one. They've brought a new one out that's bigger than that, but smaller than the midi. But I you can't stack boxes on top of it. That, that's the one I'm on about. CT. Right, sorry, mate, I thought you meant the other one. Yeah. No, no, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, so I ordered that one. Just a dedicated Uber yeah. or a secondary sander because I bought a sander last week and I found someone put it on Brothers of the Brush on Facebook, actually. 
Um, it was a Metabo sander that's a rebadged Merca. Yeah. Ah, I saw that, yeah. Oh, Chris, mate. Wipes the floor with anything for the price. Yeah. It is are, Merca. It's are they cheaper than Merca, then? 300 quid it is. Yeah. 300 yeah, quid now, yeah. It's just basically looks like a Merca Deros, but green. Yeah, but green. And do you know what, mate? Honestly, it's mega. The only thing that did me head in with it is... I've got the Festool DTS and the ETS, but it's not the new ETS, it's the older ETS, you know, the quite tall one. Yeah. So if you're using a Festool lead, you've got to fully unplug the Festool lead and take it off the sander, plug the Metabo one in and start sanding with that. You can't even make a tail from, because I looked into it when I had the... When I had the Merca, they're not double insulated, so you can't make a tail with Merca. With no, best so the only option was Chris was to buy another extractor, send one runs on each. <laughs> well, the, <laughs> the new one you've got, I can tell you it's good, but the hose and the cable, the shit for wrapping around it. Right, well, well, well. But you can get an attachment for it back. Well, it screws on. If you look for Kranzel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, I, I, don't, I don't know whether it's a rebadged Kranzel Hoover or whether it's Kranzel rebadged the Fez tool, but they have a little thing that goes on back for about thirty-eight euros, and you can store your tools and wrap your stuff around it. Ah, right, like it. But I've, I found that out. But ended up, ended up when I went there, uh, when Ryan went, I sold it, and now he's back. So we're back <laughs> to square one. That's by his own now, wasn't but, it? It's self-employed now, so it's not my problem, is it? No, not with two he's got to go on. Yeah. So, do you have do you have an end game exit plan out of it, or do you just stay? You know what? <laughs> There's something that we didn't touch on. Um, yeah. When I was 19, I broke me back. Uh, so I used to race motocross years ago, yeah. and from breaking my spine, it actually gave me a spine condition after that. Yeah. So you know, I won't be able to do this into my 60s. Do you know what I mean? So there ain't an exit plan so far, but you know, I'm getting to the point now where I can't lift what I used what I used to. Now this sounds bad, I'm only just touching 30, but I can't lift now what I used to lift at 21. Yeah. You know, I, gosh, I used to train in the gym every day and deadlift and squat and all that stuff. I won't be able to do that stuff now. Yeah. No way. No and way. I thought I thought I would bad at taking to ibuprofen before this. Oh, I'm on morphine every day, mate. Yeah, my man's yeah. just my shoulder playing upside a couple of ibuprofen. Don't, don't get me wrong, <laughs> and I see an osteopath every month, uh, and it, it, I am it is at bay and it's it's controlled. But if I do have a bad episode, which is usually in the winter, I usually have a month where I'm really bad and you know I struggle with work and whatnot, and you know yeah. I'm not gonna be able to do that into my fifties. Do you know what I mean? I, I so, tell you what, I'm I'm just waiting for everything to open up because I, I was going to gym uh, yeah. three, three mornings a week. Hours were shut while the refurb it, it opens in September. It's supposed to be in April, but obviously with delays. Yeah, yeah. I, I was driving 15 miles one way at yeah. four, six in the morning to do gym wow. to drive 15 miles back, and I I was tired and I was aching, but yeah. my shoulders gone. There's a, a muscle regular I pull under my right bumming rib cage. We're overstretching because I'm too lazy to shift my ladder enough or my steps. Oh, we're all like that, mate. We all do the dangling stretch, don't we? And it's, um, I had an induction. They did me a, a, basically an exercise plan that strengthens that. And I'd ache, but it'd be a different ache. But now, because I've not been doing that, that muscle's killing, my shoulder's killing. Yeah. And I just thought, do you know what? Get, get gyms back open. Well, they're they're open, but my local one in it's it's less than a mile away. Mine's literally open last week, so I've said you no. Know, I've started eating right a bit more this week, 
So I said, from Monday, you know, get back in, because that's another thing. Since the gym's been short, I've been a lot less mobile than usual. It's got to keep it stretched. I've got to keep fit. Yeah, no matter that's, what. that's what I'm like. That and I was having, uh, when I did my shoulder last year, I went for a sports massage and 25 quid once a month. It's a oh. bloody luxury that's worth it. If it keeps you working... Yeah, it's yeah, cool, isn't it? I mean, I, I deferred for that from for years, mate. And then about six months ago, I started seeing an osteopath. And it's 65 quid ago, but I see him once a month. Sounds like a lot of money. Yeah. But if it keeps you working. To be pain free. Yeah. If it keeps you working. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mate. Exactly. Yeah. Nothing's worth more than your health, pal. Nothing. Yeah. Can't stress that enough to the young lads. I know they think they're invincible. I know I'm only young, but the really young lads, when you you know you think you can do everything, yeah, just chill out. Knee pads, you know I mean? yeah. Worst kind of one of the worst things I didn't listen to. Knee pads. I yeah, sure I mean, yeah, when I when I were eighteen, nineteen, I'd pick up a fifty mil sheet, fifty mil thick sheet of MDF on my own and carry it across the workshop and throw it on the saw. Yeah, won't bother me. Should have seen me with eleven mil sterling board. Other week I was struggling. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, they're heavy for me now. <laughs> I'm getting old now. It's, it's not so much the weight. It's how do you bloody grab it? Yeah, it is. It's all about that. And do you know what? Do you know what I got the other week, Chris? And here's a little tip for anyone. It's called a gorilla grip. So if you you lift plasterboards, because we all know as as uh, painters and decorators, we have to do dry lining and bit of dot and dabbing here and there. They struggle with picking them up. Get a gorilla grip, yeah. right? Just tap it in. I can't even explain what it is, but wow, does that make a difference? You can pick. I can pick a twenty-five mil sheet of MDF up with one arm with that gorilla yeah. grip and well, carry I, it across. I, I was picking them up, walking them up garden. There was eight of them. Pick them up, walk them up garden, and then I had to get an eight foot in air onto the roof at Pergola yeah. on my own. That one, <laughs> and I had to Not get right, right, I had to get them right side over because I'd sprayed them black on one side. <sighs> So I had to put them up bareback on yeah. bareback side yeah. and then flip it over so I weren't scratching it. It went yeah. nightmare. I, I, was, I, was, I was in agony for two days after that. Oh, wow. That's that's what I'm like now. Strip a room of wallpaper for three days, my elbows give me hassle. See, that's the thing, Chris. That's where I need to look into as well on yourself. You need a good – I know they don't come. They don't come easy. A good, reliable labourer. Right. That you can get to do them stuff. Ryan were doing it last week. He was cursing me. <laughs> but he was. On, on, on the staircase, stripping wood chip. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'd, I'd have been, yeah. You would have yeah. been my mate for a couple of weeks. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you were back that week. Thank <laughs> <Yeah>, you. <laughs> so, and, any takeaways you can give the listener? Yeah, big one. We mentioned it earlier, but don't sell yourself short. Yeah. I've been doing it for years. I know what I'm worth, but I always feel sorry for them. Yeah. Even though they've got money. Yeah. I'm just I'm a slave to the trade. I really am. Yeah. Fake and, uh, don't pay your bills. When they get sub story, yeah. fake don't, don't pay your bills. They don't and and I and I know that. But you know when you're happy with what you're making, but I know I'm worth more. But just my own personality holds that back. But just try your try your best. Don't sell yourself short. Yeah. And don't do you know what I did for a few years? I don't do it anymore, but first couple of years into business, it was like Oh yeah, I'll do that. Don't worry about that. I'll just do that. And you know, you won't charge them for it, and you get no thanks. Yeah, yeah. never do any favors. Tell them for what you do, no matter what. Thanks to kiss me ass or what? No. Well, Ryan come to me last week. He said I've got my own job to price, so he went and priced it. I says you price it all right. He says yeah. He says 
I've told them it's about 2.30. I went, oh, about, <laughs> about. No. I says, no, never made habit saying about. I says, it's hard, but you've got to be firm and say it is 2.30. Because if, if you say about, they'll be like, what about 200 cash? And then you'll become known as, give Ryan a ring, you can barter with him. Yeah. Says, never yeah, got into the about out. game. Yeah. No. Just be firm and say it's going to be 2.30. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. So... We're getting on to fun one now, room 101. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, three things you'd been. DIY paint. Yeah. Get rid of it. Sick of it. I'm sick to death of going to, say, for instance, let's just say Dulux Centre, and buying the trade paint, and then the customer says, well, I can get four tins the same of that for half the yeah. price. Ba- bank holiday. Two- yeah, bank holiday. Two, two, two and a half for 31 quid, and you get a third one free. Don't worry about the ceiling paint. We've got some. We've got some. What are you using? Oh, we bought it. It's 20 quid for, for 10 litres or whatever it is. Flat PVA. <laughs> yeah, it's crap. Absolutely crap. Like, is, just get rid of it. Stop it. Is everybody just, on French Eek near you? On what, mate? Is everybody on the French Eek near you? Oh, don't. Don't get me started on that stuff, mate. <laughs> it's like the new Annie Sloan bloody choke paint, isn't it? It is, mate. Yeah, it is. It's awful. It really is. It's, oh, it's good stuff. No, it isn't. Just leave it alone. Stop a, it. A, amount of multicoloured front doors I'm seeing cropping up plastic doors painted in front. Even you know what? I, and you know what? Some people might slate me for this, but no, my customers are always long-term customers. I don't do a job just to get that job. I want them to ring me back, ring me to do anything they need. So I always have that little offer, and this sells sets me apart from other people as well. Of, when you've done, when you're doing the job, you just per, you know, you get to know them a bit more, and you just say, look, I know you don't want me to paint your bedrooms, but if you ever need any advice on some paint, just give me a call. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, you know what I mean? Five minutes of a phone call, my time to say, buy this paint, do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're never gonna do their own. They're never gonna be able to make it as good as you. So a bit of bit of helping hand yeah. can't go on it. Do you know what I mean? And the ones that can do it as good as you, you don't want to be working from anywhere. <laughs> no. So go on. I mean? Yeah, go on then. Two more. Hit me Two up. more. I, hate, I just told myself work when I swear, but shit traders. I don't mind swearing. It's just see you next Tuesday. I don't like. Yeah. Well, shit tradesmen. Get rid of them. Stop it. Make because I, I remember being at college doing my joinery course, and your actual learning ability in college was nothing compared to what you did in the workshop or on site. You are not taught anything. I'm yeah. sorry, not you're not even. Box you know, yeah, you just box ticket. They just it's just numbers. People don't understand that it's just they get funding for that kid every year, so they need to make him pass that course and then that department and then jobs kept kept for the teachers. So they don't care whether he can do the job or whether he can. Yeah, I know in a lot of places in America they have you have to do so many hours before you're qualified in something. Yeah, they need to do that over here. They really yeah. do. That or license it. Yeah, licensing. Like I say, like, like, like say, the fact that you can be a painter and decorator without a certificate. Yeah. No, granted, I'm not a qualified one, but still, you know, if I had to go back and go, you know, go and train for it to get yeah. the foot or, or, or even if you did it through grandfather rights. Exactly. You know, like you used to with the CSCS card, because that was a bit of a failed thing, weren't it? Oh. If, if they did it with that and you went back grandfather rights and had someone come and watch you, like they used to on yeah. that. Yeah. You know, but again, that was. You know, you're assessed properly, and you know they have. You know, I'd rather them 
bit like your driving test. If you can't actually drive, they don't let you on the road. Yeah. So if you can't actually paint a room, wire up a house electrically, plumb one in, you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? For all trades. So, so go on then, third one. Oh, social media, right? All these bellends do. I'll teach you to do this. And they ain't got a clue what they're doing themselves. They really haven't. You know, when you look at them, you're like, I just scroll past them now, and I'm like, what a bellend. Just like, just stop it, mate. <laughs> just stop it. Um, not mentioning any names, not throwing anyone under buses, but just give it a fuck. Um, amount of people I speak to off social media about this, that it's sifting through the shit. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> yeah. And it, it come up on, on Bros at Brush Facebook group the other day. It's I, I, I look at it now as you've got all these people. It's like, take me out. The, the more they do, it's like, boo-boo, boo-boo, boo, lights yeah. coming on. They're losing, they're losing credibility. Yeah, and yeah. I think what the companies need to do is take a step back and look at who they're using and you just say, oh, just fucking look at who you're using. Yeah, people, yeah, yeah. Because the ones that have got some brains, like I class myself as having a bit of brains, and yourself, you know, and many others that are educated, you just scroll past the shit, so they've wasted money marketing. But they've, yeah. they've probably got a lot of minions that will follow it, but probably oh, for yeah. every two that follow it, there's one that just scrolls past it. You know, you just think, bullshit, scroll past. Yeah, it needs to, it just, it needs to stop being fed. It ain't going to. Stop fueling the fire. Stop yeah. it. It's, it's, it's a race to the bottom way I look at it. Yeah, it is, mate. As you're right, you're correct. You know, they're all wanting to get to the top quickest, but to me, they're just racing to the bottom. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's like, you know what? They will like, be. I say it all the time, there'll be a big crash of that, mate. Yeah. It's, it's there'll like, be a big outing of all these shit. It's, it's, like, it's like thinking for Eurovision, you lose your credibility. Yeah. I, think, I think Josh Harvey nailed it on this. Take the social media off them, their Insta, what have they got? Oh, they're nothing. They're nothing yeah. there. They're nothing without it. And it's just, like you say, it's going to crash. At some point, however long, it'll crash because it's like you, you go on Instagram now, click on your Instagram, click on the search button, and the amount of women, I mean, I'm not knocking women, but it's, it's oh, not that. Nice. Yeah, it, it, you, you, tap, you tap on that thing, and the amount of women posing provocatively. And oh, yeah, the because, are out everywhere, mate. Yeah, they've, they've not even got the blue tick, so you're not even, no, they're not even a genuine purse, you know, celebrity route, and they're just trying to get noticed. Yeah. I mean, you don't know? get me wrong, Chris. If I had a cracking backside and a nice six-pack, I'd have hundreds and thousands of followers. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's like... It's... Quick, quick, get rich quick. They see it as you know. And that's it, the... Yeah, it is. And do you know what? That's one thing I, you know, I, I believe, sternly believe, you need to work for what you have in life. Yeah. And you know, it don't matter what card you dealt. You know, we can all get some crap cards in life. You know, and have a like I said, I've had a bad, bad year, and you just get through, it, mate. Just work hard. Work hard. Pick yourself up. Dust yourself off. You know, get at it. Work hard and earn. Earn what you have. Well, that you know, able to say that you've not been given it. Because I hate, I'd, I'd hate to be given something. I really would. Yeah, I, 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 can, like... I can give an honest review because I paid for it out of my own pocket. Exactly, man. I'll just I'll be polite like about Scott Barnish billing at that because he pays for his own shit. You know, and he can say it's good, but 
And it's not because he's been given it free, it's because he's paid for it out of his own bloody pocket and he can give an honest review. It's good, but they need to tweak this. Or it is shit. You know, put it polite. You can say what you want as long as it's polite. Yeah, of course. It is. And, it is. You, give a, you give a valid point for it. You can't just dismiss it and say it's shit. You've got to say it's good or it's rubbish because this. Yeah, because of this reason, not just all that yeah. crap that I don't use that. But why don't you use it? Yeah. It might not work for you, but it works for me. Yeah. It's every, everybody's different method. Aye. Yeah. Aye. So the, the social media one, that brings us on to the next one. Where can we find you online and social media? I am a Luxus underscore bespoke furniture. Yeah. So, do, you, do you do Facebook? No, I don't do Facebook, mate. It's the root of all evil, that place. <laughs> well... <laughs> For your social media you have got, we'll stick your things in show notes. People can follow. Oh, really? So, if anyone wants to follow me, boring stuff. Yeah. So, what, so what are your hobbies out of work? So, out, to be honest, you know, it's it's slowed down a bit. Um, I do love going to the gym. That's a big passion of mine when it's open. And like I say, I've with my back injuries and stuff, I've I've not been able to go for twelve months now. So, I need to get back into that. Um, I keep. I used to do mixed martial arts amateurly um, a few years back, but obviously with me back, a few body slams put me out. Um, and then I used to do motocross when I was younger, and I keep saying I'm going to get another bike, but I think my missus will kill me. You, you won't do that way back. Yeah, well, exactly. My, so, my, my brother-in-law does it. He's 40, he does track days, he does motocross. Yeah, yeah. Is that to sell? He had this bike, I don't know how it worked. KTM, does that ring a bell? Yeah, yeah, KTM. Apparently, apparently it was savage, it was an animal. Yeah, is yeah, that, the RIA, they're too fast. <laughs> is, is, well, it says it's a death machine. Is that to sell it because his back and his forearms have shagged and he's 40? He's done it yeah. for years. It, it says, I'll get a little into it, like, and I'll probably just do it once a, a blue moon. Yeah, but it, yeah. it, it's just it's just a love for the sport, mate. Do you know what I mean? Once you're in it, you're in it. Yeah. You never sort of, you never sort of leave it, if you know what I mean. It's a strange one. Yeah, it's in your blood. Yeah. But apart from that, it's just work, mate. Yeah. Work, work, work. Love work. Love yeah. talking about work. Love stripping restaurants apart when I go in for some food and yeah. Picking fault with. Oh, always, always mate. That, like that, so Lord, I want that. Wow, who's put that up there? So, <laughs> last one. Yeah. Don't, don't you dare forget anybody because I know you've got a long list. Who are you digging on Insta? Right, we've got a varied, varied amount here. Right, so we've got a few Americans to start with. So, ZK Painting, uh, Shoreline Painters, NS Builders. Now, if you like really fancy joinery, elliptical staircases, that's what they're on at the minute. They've got, and they do some brilliant in, stuff. In T, in T part of uh, Modern Craft? Yeah. Right? yeah, it's Nick... Uh, Schaefer, is it? Is it yeah, Nick Schaefer or something like that. And then the other part of Modern Craftsman, TRG Home Concepts, Tyler. Yeah. He Honestly, mate, he is a master of every trade, that guy. Absolute perfectionist. Spraying, painting, tiling, joinery, cabinetry, the lot. He can do it all. Yeah. He is a machine, that guy. And his organisation's mega. Yeah. Um, another one, uh, if you like your spraying, coatings and cabinets, uh, bespoke wood rights, they're a really good follow. Um, uh, they're over in Winchester in America. And then for the for the, for back on our side, you know, it's not just praise the Americans, uh, Obviously, Tommy at Devlin Decor, got to got to hand it to him, mate. Them them wallpapers are something else, something yeah. else. Um, Rushmore, quite enjoy his 
his page. Uh, and then uh, two other joinery pages, which is McClark Bespoke Joinery, which if you're into your spraying, that guy's self-taught. Um, and he's just unreal. Unreal uh, at spraying. And then there's Thomas May Bespoke, if you want the really high-end, beautiful brass inlaid stuff. Like, not your two-bit thrown-together, you know, fitted wardrobe. They're truly beautiful and made pieces of furniture, what he makes. Definitely. Yeah. Nice one, list for you. Not just like two or three. You know, fuck yeah. the <laughs> Well, it's usually a cop out. Oh, I don't want to say because I don't want to miss people off. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> no, 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 anyway, it's fine. Well, is is, is the hope we've missed or you'd like to bring up that we haven't covered? Uh, not really, mate. No, I think we've covered everything. To be honest, it's yeah. uh, it's been a good chat. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, uh, it's it's nice to have got you on. There were no pressure because I, I I did have a joke with you this morning on storm. Oh, I've sat quaking in my boots all day, so I've had two two vodkas this this evening just to sat on the water. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. See, that's the trick there, mate. Everyone thinks it's water. Yeah. <laughs> and I do you want to drink, thinking I just want a tap water? No, no. no. Yeah, well, my, my, mine's just straight diet coke on a school night. Oh no, no. I'll be all right, I can say any more, I'll, I'll end up up all night, and that's it. I'd be asleep. Couple of couple of, <laughs> it's couple of me sleep. I can't couple, wait for that. Couple of units of alcohol and I'm out. <laughs> Nothing better though, is it? Alcohol induced sleep. Uh, I don't know because I don't have trouble to be sleeping anyway. Oh, I, I have trouble sleeping there. I've, <laughs> really I've, trouble sleeping. Believe me, I've fallen asleep in a nightclub many a time. <laughs> I, I, I could fall asleep on washing line. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I, I, I once nearly got caught when I was serving my apprenticeship. I uh, got left on a job on a change of tenancy in empty council house and gaffer had gone off uh he dropped me off he'd gone off and he come back he got ladder up at bedroom window because i got the dust sheet down at bedroom and nodded off leaning against bloody wall luckily i had a laugh and a joke about it but you know it's like with you young kids you don't get shit oh, of course, I've done, uh, my foreman when i was in apprentice johnny if i used to come in and go over on a friday but like, Go on, Andrew's out. Go and get your head down on sheet of ply over there. And I went, oh, I'm going to go and have a nap. Wake up two hours later, refreshed. <laughs> all done it. We've all done it. So, well, it's been great to finally get you on. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, Chris. Thank yeah, you. Brilliant. Cheers. Cheers for coming on and getting your time up. Perfect. No, have a good one, mate. Have a good week. You too. Cheers. Yeah, mate. Bye. Well, that's all we have time for in this week's episode. I hope you enjoy listening to him as much as I do. Now, if you'd like to show your support, you can do it in various ways. You can click on the Buy Me A Coffee link in the show notes, leave us a review on iTunes, hashtag Bobcast on Insta, and share us with your friends. You can also reach out to us on the usual channels, which again can be found in the show notes, as we do always appreciate your feedback. And if you ever fancy taking part, then simply just contact us. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Painted podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.